put it on real tight Hope you brought your best tonight They say they got the fireworks Yeah, they say they got the show Here around the shoots, you're the best So let's go This is Texas Toast. I'm your host, Miss Helen. Kick back and enjoy as we toast the best from Texas. Welcome to Texas Toast. I'm, of course, your host, Miss Helen, along with a very good friend of mine that I work very closely with, admire his music. This is one of the most amazing songwriters I know. So everybody say hello to Steve Anthony. (laughs) Hey, Steve, how's it going? Great, Helen. How are you? Doing good. You're a busy man. You've had a lot of singles out. You've done a lot of recording. But before we get to your current music, you've got such a history in music. And we have a lot of young artists that listen to our podcast and you've done so many things. So just kind of talk about the beginnings and how you started out in the music business way, way back. Way, way back. Okay. Well, you know, way back, it was uh, that was the good old dance hall days. And uh, there were so many dance halls and so many venues to play. And uh during my lifetime, it's been a great music explosion, of course. And I started playing guitar 10 years old. And, and just when I started, I said, well, you know, this is something I'm going to do all my life. And uh, here I am. And uh, uh, so essentially, you know, I started playing these dance halls and just uh, getting my roots uh, cut out there in those Texas dance halls, just playing cover songs. And, you know, every once in a while, we toy with writing a song and and. You know, nobody wanted to hear your own songs back then. It was just, uh, you know, you guys got to play something to dance to. So, you know, we just stuck with the radio radio tunes. And, uh, you know, my start essentially, you know, was that. And the better we got, the more popular we got. Of course, the more we wanted to pursue it and uh, started songwriting uh, way back and uh, done some stints in Nashville, you know, with some studio stuff in Nashville that really never went anywhere. But uh all just great experiences and and, and doing things, you know, just following that, that career or that, uh, that dream, always looking for that dream and, and, and seeing what's around the next corner. So. Yeah. You had a gap there, but you know, you've cooperated with back in the days, let's see, I believe you played with David Kirsch and some others. Uh, David Kirsch, Johnny Bush. uh, We got our fame with the, Southern Comfort, uh, we won uh, back uh, in the uh, mid-80s. The uh, Marlboro contests were going on. It's kind of a big thing, and we got a lot of exposure uh, with with a lot of venues. And uh, I guess but the big event was playing at the Summit in Houston. And so we opened uh, that show for Alabama was the headliner. The Judds, uh, uh, Merle Haggard was supposed to be there, but uh, he had some illness thing going on. And so we had John Conley ended up. So got to meet all those guys and girls back then, you know, and, and the excitement level of, of, you know, playing a big show like that where you got 15,000 people. That pretty much secured my uh, dream that, uh, you know, this is this is why I'm doing it. And, and uh, the little bit of payment and the rewards for getting that, it's it's all great. So, yeah. And well, one other thing, Kyle and I had talked about, we're doing this series, basically, it's like a all aspects of music. As a matter of fact, we're going to be pulling in some of your musicians. We'll talk about Rosewood here in a few minutes, but you were also a bus driver and we wanted to get a bus, a tour bus driver on. So we're going to get, we're going to get a double shot here. So you, you, you drove a bus, right? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I own my own bus and I've, I've owned Eagles since actually I have two of them now, but, uh, 
I've owned my own Eagle since uh, I bought my first one in 1990, just for the purpose of we were on the road so much. And uh, my kids were, were small kids and they're growing up. And, you know, here's dad. He's out there on the road. We never get to see him. And uh, so I said, well, you know, I'm just going to get me a bus. And of course, I bought one, did some work on it, got it roadworthy and ended up taking. We had some family events where I could take the family to some shows and course after we did that uh, marlboro thing and you know there were so many places you know we started doing opening shows for steve warner i don't know we did probably 10 different shows with steve warner uh eddie raven ricky skaggs uh john conley of course uh the judds uh and and you know these shows just kept coming up and and of course we were the opening bands for for these shows and so that's when guy and i started pushing the songwriting a little bit and started writing a few songs back then you know to just kind of enhance our our overall package you know these guys are not just doing cover tunes you know they're doing some of their own music so it was kind of an exciting thing and uh, let's see i think 1997 we got a call to uh go on the road with david kirsch and so you know of course our excitement is like hey yeah yeah you know this is all right you know so uh David uh, had the number five uh, song on the radio at that time, Good Night, Sweetheart. And uh, mm-hmm. so they hired me as a guitar player and they leased my bus. And so we went on the country across America tour. And here I am bus driving David Kirsch and playing guitar for him. And uh, the, uh, the story goes on and on with this bus thing. You know, after I kind of I spent about six, seven months on the road with David and just decided that it was just, it was too much. I couldn't drive and play. And, and I know you musicians out there, you understand, you know, the, uh, when you go and play a show, it's, it's like you are the party and, and, you know, the people are really, the people are the party. You're just the instigators of it. And, (laughs) and, uh, you know, we, we would have it such a good time and, you know, and, and then to think about getting, you know, getting done with the show, packing the gear in the bus, and uh, off we go, you know, and I, I may drive, uh, you know, four, five, six hundred miles at one night after doing a show. And you can imagine how how difficult that became after about, you know, and, and I lasted for about six months. And it just, you know, I got to I, I just I can't be spread this thin. It, it's just it's, you know, I'm I'm going to kill me or I'm going to kill everybody on the bus because I'm going to run it off the road being asleep. So it's just one of those traveling things. And and. I just couldn't go it anymore. So I, I kind of gave up on, on the road playing guitar with David and uh, went back to the band that, yeah. th- that I had before. And we started doing just some, you know, just some cover tune shows. And uh, lo and behold, got a call from one of my friends and said that uh, Johnny Bush wanted to lease my bus. And so uh, I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm playing a lot. I really can't drive. Can you drive it for me? And uh, so Phil, my buddy in Rosenberg, he had several coaches out on the road with a lot of different, uh, I think he carried Toby Keith before, and uh, the list goes on and on with, with Phil and all the different entertainers he carried, both rock and roll and country artists. And uh, so I left my bus with him. He took good care of it. He drove Johnny, and the story goes on. And, you know, Phil just got, man, I can't do this anymore. You think he, you know, and Johnny's shows were kind of, he was kind of winding down and, and he was, he was not doing as many shows. He would do maybe one show. Uh, we would do uh, one or two shows a month or sometimes, you know, maybe 
maybe two or three shows a month. So the schedule was not, uh, you know, it's not like we were running ragged. And of course, you know, Johnny knew that I was a guitar player. And he said, well, man, he, he said, you know, he said, I need a guitar player in my band. Why don't you just start bringing your guitar and playing while you, while you, you know, cause you're here anyway. So there, there you go. There, there's my, uh, uh, I got hired by Johnny Bush, you know, because I was the bus driver. So, but you know, I, we've heard a lot of stories of musicians also being bus drivers, but it really, really opens up a whole new perspective for people that go to, to uh, live concerts or live music festivals or to a live music show. You know, you never think about all the work that bus driver has to do yeah, in the yeah. hours. Yeah. 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 You know, you got to make sure it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of maintenance. Everybody, anybody that owns a bus or, or is involved with leasing buses, they know that, I mean, uh, you know, it's like a rolling, uh, uh, a maintenance machine. So, and then the ones that aren't musicians have to stand around and wait. Because <laughs> 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 it's an all day thing, load in, sound check. And, oh, you know, yeah. It's, it's yeah. long once you get it's, to the venue. It's, it's a long right. day, long days. It's, uh, but it's, it's, you know, it's gratifying kind of stuff though. It's, uh, you know, if we didn't love it, we wouldn't be doing it. So we, we would be working for a living or, you know, working a job, an, an eight to five job for a living. But, uh, that's, you know, that's not what we choose to do. And then we choose for the, you know, the, 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 I guess what you call the nightlife or just the musical life. It's, it's a great life to be involved in music and, to be involved with it this long and, 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 uh, be where I'm at today. It, it's pretty gratifying. Well, you and, did, uh, you, you did a lot of work in between and then all of a sudden you, I know you've been writing songs for so many years, but I mean, just recently you've already put out three studio albums, all original material. Yeah. In three and a half years, I've put out an album pretty much, uh, the first record had 13 songs, the second two albums, 12 songs. And uh, that's kind of what uh, my plan, you know, for shooting for future albums would be, you know, 10 to 12 songs. And, and so pretty much every year uh, for three and a half years, we put out the three albums. And now here I am in the fourth year of, of being a recording artist at Rosewood. And uh, we are uh, working on the fourth album and really got some good music going down on it and uh about halfway in you know we're we're nearing about halfway through the year the music year and and i'm sitting in really good shape i've got six songs that are done and ready to go for mastering so we're, we're kind of right on track to finish up this album uh, december january of next year and uh studio time is a little harder uh some of the guys that have been playing have been out on the road and they're doing some of the road shows and it's a little harder to get everybody together all, you know, to get a tracking yeah. day and start a project. But uh, we're looking, uh, you know, we're looking really good for finishing up the fourth album, January, February of next year, probably. So. And let's talk about your musicians that you work with at Rosewood. Those are some <laughs> great guys. Oh, awesome. 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 Uh, I'll, I'll start, you know, Milo Deering. Milo is, he's like a legend, you know, how can you, uh -huh. it's, there's, there's, you, you can just talk about Milo for, for a long, long time. He's, he's such a great, you know, he was, he was involved with uh, bringing Leanne Rhymes to the world to the, and, and Leanne Rhymes started her career because of Milo Deering and, and Rosewood Studios. And, uh, -huh. uh 
you know, he's a great person. He's a great artist. Uh, he's just got so many projects that he's done on his own uh, as a producer and and uh, as a songwriter. And, uh, you know, the guy is just uh, he's just busy, busy, busy. He runs his own studio in Dallas and uh, he's put out a lot of things just on his own. And, and then to have him playing on my record, you know, and he played on some of the, you know, a lot of the early Leanne Rhymes things, playing steel and Milo plays steel and fiddle, dobro, mm -hmm. uh, guitar. He's a great guitar player, uh, mandolin and uh, now flute. Uh, he, he's just a great artist. And yeah, that's like I said, you know, you can talk about Milo for a long, long time. And, and of course, kind of lose track, but uh, uh, guitar, John Carroll, a legend, you know, John's played with so many artists and, and such a great person, great artist, uh, all locally. He's Austin, uh, uh Bryce Clark, uh, recently we started using Bryce on the uh, second album and, and Bryce Clark has really, you know, added some kind of some different twists, you know, him and John Carroll, both, you know, great guitar players, but, but totally different kind of aspect and totally different, uh, visions as to, you know, going in the studio and looking at the way the records are produced and, and, you know, and doing their thing. So John and Bryce and, uh, Nick Gardner, everybody knows Nick Gardner. He's great, great player, plays acoustic, plays electric, uh, TCMA drummer of the year, Nate Coon. I mean, where, <laughs> you can't get no better than that. So that's, that's great mm -hmm. stuff. Nate and, uh, uh, Travis Bishop. Travis plays with uh, Neil McCoy, um, and uh, Travis has been producing out of the studio Stormy Cooper Media in in Houston. So Travis is kind of doing that double thing of being producer and re uh, engineering, and uh, he's just a great piano player. Great, you know, all these people are such they're they're just great people too to be around. That we have so much fun. You know, we it's it's serious. It's work, but. You know, these guys, uh, they make it where it's it, it, it's really fun to come to work. Uh, bass players, we use, uh, I've used Aiden Bubeck. Uh, we've used uh, uh, David DeShazo uh, and and of recent uh, Michael Tarabay. And, and I know that, you know, these, uh, you know, any artist that's out there recording, they, they're, they're familiar with all these names. All these guys are, are established right. musicians. And Carrie West. Uh, uh, Drew Hall, uh, recently with the passing of Greg, Drew has uh, bought the Rosewood studio. So now Drew Hall is the owner of Rosewood and uh, uh, him and Carrie, they're just, uh, uh, he told me yesterday that they've got an intern coming in that, that's doing some work with them. So they're expanding and they've, they've just got, a, they're busy. They've got a lot of artists coming in. They're doing, you know, they're doing Aaron Watson stuff. They're doing, uh, uh, Josh Ward stuff, Tracy Bird. I was in the studio yesterday doing some vocal tracks, and Tracy Bird's going to be in there today doing vocal tracks. So, you know, these guys are they're dealing with established artists uh, every day, and they're running a great uh, ship over there. It's uh, oh, yeah, yes, but they work hard at it. It's it's like it's a great atmosphere. Well, you're surrounded with such a good team there at Rosewood yeah, and, I, yeah. and, you know, and the product of your three albums. Let's talk about some of your singles. Of course, um, we released Dama Del Rio. That was yeah. a release that went to radio. So maybe give uh, the listeners a background on Dama. That's a great song. 
Well, uh, Dama Del Rio, I, 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 about seven years ago, I bought some property on the Rio Grande River, and uh, I'm next to uh, a, a Texas history landmark, the uh, Jersey Lily, the Judge Roy Bean place over in Langtree, uh, which I can see from my house. And uh, it inspired that Dama Del Rio was, uh, it was a great inspiration over there. And then uh, it was just one of those songs about uh, kind of an epic uh, Western song about living that life back in, you know, putting myself back in those days of, of Judge Roy Bean and imagining what it, what it would have been like. And, you know, and, and the judge, uh, he was obsessed with the young woman uh, that lived abroad, of course. And so, I just pulled off of that, off of that feed. And so, of course, you know, Dama Del Rio, that's his lady of the river, uh, is, is the, uh, uh, translation of it to English. And so the song lady of the river became Dama Del Rio. And, and so I brought the lady in, in, and she was, she is the river. <laughs> so it's, uh, it, it just turned out to be a great single. I can still imagine myself riding a horse across there and, 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 uh, <laughs> coming across that canyon at the Rio Grande River right. Canyon. It's so awesome. Things were wild and crazy when we rode into town. The sheriff and his posse, they were gaining ground. We came upon a canyon what a sight to see The Rio Grande was rolling She was calling me She is the river She runs so true Winds her way down to the ocean Run, Cowboy, Run was a follow-up after that. Well, that just led me right into that kind of song. <laughs> That's, you know, I, I've been a musician a long time, and so I've been on the highway so much, and uh, that's what my life has been about. It's, it's, it's uh, I'm running. I'm running all the time. It's, it's great. I'm, I'm glad I can do that. I'm blessed that I can be able to do it, and uh, that Run, Cowboy, Run, great story, great song, and Kind of along the same lines as, as the uh, Dama Del Rio song. It was, uh, yes. It all one kind of led into the other. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Whiskey by the bottle, don't need the glass. Take another swallow, won't be the last. Miles and miles to travel before I lay my head on the ground. The cold. Run, cowboy, run. 
And then something I want to talk about too, and then we'll talk about your current Texas release, but um, you would release Stop and Smell the Roses, and then it got picked up by the Positive Country and Southern Gospel Charts through CDX Nashville, and yeah. it went number one just this past week. Just past, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome, awesome. We, you know, it, it was, you know, that that's part of that dream that you dream, you know, as a young kid and as a young musician, you know, to if you if you're choosing that route and uh, uh, that's your dream is is to have that you know have something on the radio and 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 uh, and to be able to uh, put a song out and uh, and make it to number one on on a national chart. That was uh, it, it's it, it was an awesome feeling as you can imagine. When we were young, couldn't wait. Life wasn't moving fast enough All we saw was what was right before us Little did we know we were in a rush How come everything in life happens so quickly Better make the time, ask her to dance Don't let I love you Unspoken. Stop and smell the roses every chance. Got to put that number one jersey on. <laughs> well, I could have <laughs> wore it today, but <laughs> I decided I had a T-shirt on. I said, "Well, hell, at least I got to put a, sh- a, a button-up <laughs> shirt on before I talk to Helen, so she don't think I'm a rag doll." Oh, no, you're good. So speaking of radio and your singles, your current single is Phil of Leather. And um, you're actually, I'm claiming you as my first stop for your radio slash interview tour, but you're hitting um, a lot of towns coming up in the next week or so, uh, radio stations. Yeah, yeah, we're going to go to, uh, we're going to Comanche, going to uh, Fairfield, San Antonio, uh, Stephenville, Cowboy Capital of, of, of Texas. You'll of the fit world, in really. perfect there. Yeah. yeah Feel a Leather yeah, yeah. or any of the Feel a Leather or Run Cowboy Run could be their theme song. <laughs> that, that's it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I fit into that uh, that world there in, in, in Stephenville and that Cowboy world. So, yeah. Well, a lot of good things going on. And uh, of course, we'll be keeping up with everything that you're doing. And thank you so much for taking the time and, and sharing your experiences. And I know that uh, nothing but good success coming down the road for you well i thank you for having me on and uh, of course you know you'll be coming to fish with me pretty soon steve's a good friend you know we're buds yeah, it's yeah, like we're yeah. like family literally yeah. we're like family and i work close with steve and um but i, I i'm telling you, you you need to find his music it's on any digital platform steve anthony and uh i've, I've just the plethora of songs that you've written. You're like, you're like some of the songwriters we've had on the podcast. It's just like, when you look at the catalog and the list, it's just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Well, that's, that's what excites me about my future is that we have so much material done and we're releasing songs from the second album. And, and, you know, we've got two or three more releases from it. Uh, we've got another gospel song that's coming, that's being mastered right now as a single in, uh, oh, yes. in Georgetown studio. And, and, 
you've heard it and uh, it, yes. it's, it's going to be a great, it's going to be a great gospel song. It, it could be one of those. It's songs. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. And, you know, we just have so much music uh, for the future to, uh, you know, and that's what I encourage about artists, you know, it just, you know, you can get out on the road and you kind of get hung up and playing and playing and playing. You don't take that time, you know, take the time out you songwriters and, and, and artists and, uh, just stop a little bit or stop and smell the roses, you know, so to speak. That's you right. Know, slow That's down right. once in a while and go get a pen and, and sit down and, and reflect some things and, and, and write some songs and, and, uh, get, you know, the, for me, it's like I said, you know, I've got such a great catalog, uh, and, and I'm continually writing every day and, and trust me, I know. And so we've got a lot of new material that's going to come out and, 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 the, and the music's getting, it just keeps getting better. Uh, everything's getting better. Everybody that's contributing to it, all the great musicians in the studio and Drew and Carrie and, and you know, we're, we're just having a great time, uh, but we're working hard. You know, it's not just about having fun. It's about working hard and we're working hard and, and, and we're, we're trying to stay ahead and, uh, Except we've got a great catalog of music and you've heard a lot of it. So. Very familiar. But yeah, three albums. Check out Steve Anthony Music, A Simple Life, Carrying On Tradition, and The Cowboy Way. Thanks so much, Steve. Thank you. Dare to say. Southern draw, my swagger on my sway. Yeah, these old boots, all oh, this cowboy hat, all oh, the way I like.